0: found it, this is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the
1: show. It is a Thursday, the 19th day of May, talking to uh, start this day. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. How's the tooth? Everything
0: okay? <laughs> Still a little sore. All right. A little sore in the jaw area. Okay. A little sore from holding my mouth
1: open. <laughs> And again, you know, yesterday I, I said how amazed I am how big they can make your mouth. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just stretching it all out.
0: I had a um visit to the dentist. If you wanna if you wanna catch up from yesterday's show, go listen to the podcast. It's okay.
1: uploaded, so all right. Matt will update you there. Mm-hmm. This it was, says it was it was awful. It was brutal. Because <laughs> there were complications yeah, of course. You know. This says that American families are shelling out what amounts to five thousand dollars per year to put gas in their vehicle. Mm. That's up from twenty eight hundred just a year ago. Gosh, that's a big increase. Of course, you yesterday, being the knucklehead that you are, <laughs> along with me, indicated you had seven miles left.
0: <laughs> I was getting ready to leave. I yelled to Dale, "I got seven
1: miles till so I'm empty." I cheered him on. That's right.
0: (laughs) You got plenty of gas. You're good to go.
1: In addition, research stated that the inflation adjusted incomes of most consumers are barely growing, and they've accumulated a decent amount of savings while changing a lot more on their or charging a lot more on their credit card. It it, uh, indicated that American consumer spending habits are somewhat counterintuitive which might give the economy an illusion of strength, says when we're happy, we spend money. When we're depressed, we spend even more money. Mm. <laughs> and, and, you know, with gasoline, you're, you're forced to pay what you got to pay. Yeah. This says that...
0: Uh, and then so much of that dictates the prices of other things we have to add. Yeah.
1: Everything's terrible. Yeah. For the first time, prices in every state averaged at least four bucks a gallon. Every state. Hmm. 110 bucks a barrel. And we're just cool with this. Like, no one's up in arms. And no I, one, like. I we're... think everybody is. What happened to this? You know, we were going to increase production to ease the pain. Going to take away the gas tax briefly to ease the pain. It still hurts. <laughs> The average gas price in California is at over six bucks. It says the national average could reach six dollars twenty cents by August. (laughs) And this says that 76, the national gas station chain, is reprogramming its pumps in Washington state to accommodate the possibility of ten dollar a gallon gas. Come on! Are you serious? Yeah. A spokesman confirmed they need to make room for the possibility of double-digit prices. The, uh, <laughs> it's a shame. It's just a shame. A rotten, lousy shame. It is. The average price of gas across the country reached four fifty-seven Wednesday. That's almost twice the two forty-one average during Trump's last month in office it's not pretty can you imagine having to readjust your gas pumps <sighs> to accommodate for double digit cost per gallon That's just maybe we could just turn to the liter we should have done that years ago we were supposed to go metric <laughs> give me six liters <laughs> give
0: me six liters
1: ugh <laughs> <laughs> And then the Dow closed down 1,164 points, the biggest loss since 2020. It says Dollar Tree and Dollar General were also looking at their worst days in years, even those locations. Wow. Lower than expected earnings due to a rise in fuel and labor costs. Mm. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's nothing but lousy news, really. I was going to say thanks for starting our day on a positive note. <laughs> Most CEOs expect a recession, just so you know. yeah. The survey by the conference board showed 68% are now bracing for a downturn. So uh, look for that. That's good news. <laughs> I uh, Here's a woman from New York. Sparked an online conversation about U.S. medical costs after she shared a photo of a bill that she said included a charge for crying, for crying. For crying. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> okay. The image highlighted a segment of the bill that doctor's Sister, for a brief emotional behavioral assessment, says one tear, <laughs> one tear and they charged her 40 bucks. <laughs> without addressing why she's crying <laughs> trying to help her do anything to evaluate any prescription nothing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See I'd be crying just knowing what my bill's going to be right? when I'm finished. <laughs> but she got paid she had to pay forty bucks for crying. <laughs> when did they start doing that? Is it? <laughs> Well, I gotta listen to this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brief emotional behavioral Wow. They gonna have someone hired that sits soft to the side. What are you gonna cry about it? You gonna cry? You gonna cry? Don't you go go cry? You cry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cry. <laughs> that's your one job It's, <laughs> it's to make people cry. Oh, 40 bucks. 40 bucks.
1: Uh, $40. Gosh, come on. (laughs) It costs more than hemoglobin (laughs) Okay, to to cry. Yeah. For the capillary blood draw, it costs more to cry. (laughs) It's
0: (laughs) a visual acuity screen, hemoglobin, 15 bucks.
1: So crying costs more than Bogus any of those services. Risk assessment, 30 bucks. <laughs> Brief, emotional, $40. Now, that's terrible. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I get, you know, I guess you're not a psychiatrist. You're at a regular physician, you know. But still, wouldn't you want to know what's going on? What what What's the matter? <laughs> But evidently, none of that took place. God forbid she would sneeze. That's the text we just got. No kidding. So, we'll uh, take a break. Uh, (laughs) When we come back, the circus is returning. Ringling Brothers. But there won't be any animals. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) You'll just have to see the same 15 people perform in various locations, like we did. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that poor elderly woman. (laughs) She was... Quite long in the tooth. Still performing from her heydays in the '60s. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's 6:30. <630. laughs> we'll check news with Karen. This is tidbits. It's a Thursday edition of tidbits. Foggy. Be careful out there. Give yourself some extra time. Been a while since we've had some areas of fog. Yeah. Been that foggy lately. So we are back. The circus is returning. Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey. Return of the greatest show on earth. They won't have any animal acts. This is five years after they shut down their three ring circus. Mm. It's been five years. The interactive live show will launch September of 2023. Celebrating worldwide performers. Displaying incredible feats that push the limits of human potential. (laughs) Yeah. Now there's hope. A global talent search seeks acts to bring the 360-degree show to life as a unique interactive experience for each audience. Rehearsals will begin June 23rd for a 50-city North American tour. Wow. So see, you can go back to the days when the kids were going to run away and join the circus. It ended its 146-year run in January of 2017 when ticket sales declined after customers became conflicted about animal acts and costly court battles with animal rights activists led to the end of Elephant Acts in 2016. That means we'll never get another elephant ride. No. And I'm okay with that. I, You know... Even zoos to me. Now, 50 years ago, zoos were far different than they are now. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, now it's more comfortable, I'm sure, for the animals, but still. Mm -hmm. You know, I could... I don't know why you'd ever, you know, just let them be. Let them stay out there and watch National Geographic. That's how you'll get your information. There you go. (laughs) Now, here's a guy. Now, should we... Should we relive
0: <laughs> <laughs> our our circus experience? Okay, because several years—I don't remember what year this was. It's been you, a while. My kids were little, yeah, little. Um, maybe two thousand ten.
1: Maybe it's been a while,
0: but we had a circus come to town, yeah, and they set up at the uh, fairgrounds, mm-hmm. and they they contacted the radio station, and um. They were like, "We'd we'd like to use your some of your your people as ringmasters." Yeah, and we're like, "Heck yeah, Let's.
1: <laughs> get to see the circus and yeah, participate." Yeah. yeah, so we got to go behind the tent where you see a things you <laughs> you don't see as an audience and member.
0: We, we we saw things. Oh, we saw things. We saw it. and, and it's funny, you, earlier you mentioned the elderly lady and
1: she was, she was, she was, I mean, I, she wasn't as old as I said, but no, she, but she know, was, you know, pretty, pretty aged to still be performing. Yeah. Yeah. And they were trying
0: to pass her off on, you
1: know, three different, yeah. that was it. The troupe wasn't that large. No, there were like maybe
0: half a dozen performers, yeah, I,
1: but they did multiple things. Yeah. So they were very talented, really. Yeah. Now
0: the ringmaster, that guy, yeah. he was the same, the same dude, right? yeah, yeah. And he he was kind of shady, yeah. Remember, like he was,
1: <laughs> which, which made me think of a career change. I want to be like
0: him. <laughs> but it gave us a very like specific set of things we had to say, yeah. Right.
1: We didn't do much. No. But, uh, you know, at least we got to do it. Yeah. We can say we were in a circus. We, we. Came. Yeah. <laughs> and they had the elephant ride. They did. Yeah. They
0: had the elephants. and the, um, I feel like they had some other animals. They have some other
1: animals? They have like a horse. Maybe. Some horses. Yeah, I think maybe. I don't remember. You know. It's kind of like, you know, you fall into a shady alley when you start, you know, working with them. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's like. Here's a guy from New York suing McDonald's and Wendy's over misleading ads that he says make their burgers look much bigger than they actually are.
0: It's been going on for decades. <laughs> like literally decades.
1: Well, he's jumping on it. <laughs> well, I'm just now firing up about it. It says the burgers and the marketing are at least 15% larger than they are in real life. The class action lawsuit accuses fast food giants of unfair, deceptive trade practices. Justin Ciminetti is seeking $50 million for himself and other duped customers. Wow. The burger chains have not commented, which uh, they use complaints from social media. Because I'm sure they get them all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, now, look, what the... They're, <laughs>
0: So they have yeah. some pictures of of a Wendy's that looks like the Bacon Eater. Yeah, this just it's overflowing with you know it's cheese and big old thick patty and then they have a picture of the real deal below it and it's all now like, that can't be the it's same. It's all like smooshed down and sad. There's nothing in it.
1: So I don't know if it's that extreme, yeah. but <laughs> do you think he stands a chance? Fifty million, though that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Whatever happened to the guy that sued because the footlongs weren't a footlong? Did, did that settle, or I know? Thanks to him, we never ever heard of a five dollar sub anymore. Yeah, that that that's <laughs> out the window. Thanks, pal. <laughs> you ruined that, Mister. Now, I want you to imagine you're a you're a reporter, an ace reporter okay. for the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> okay. All right. Kelsey Wingert, recovering two days after she was knocked in the noggin by a 95-mile-per-hour foul ball. She writes, I took a 95-mile-per-hour line straight to my forehead. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Alongside a photo showing multiple stitches. It cut her pretty deep. She said the Rockies and AT&T Sportsnet transported her to the best hospital immediately where she spent five hours receiving internal and external titch, stitches because of how deep that wound was. I'm telling you, if you've ever, even in Little League, if you've ever been struck by a foul ball, it smarts, Yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let alone that. And yeah, she took one right to the Dang noggin. That's in. pretty big. Wow. Lucky, you know, really, because uh, you can be hit by those and, my sister one time at a little league game was yakking okay, and foul ball came out of there and clunked her right on the noggin. <laughs> but uh, it hurts. I took a pitch when I was a catcher before they had helmets. I turned my head. Not supposed to, but, you know, your reaction does sure, stuff, you know, sure. when you're. And I took a ball right behind the ear. Left the imprint yeah. of the seams yeah. for, for days. Wow. I was, you know, of course, the Empire, okay, well, I was dizzy, but I said I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm
0: good, I'm fine. Sunday bases are this way. Yeah, it's, but man,
1: <laughs> that's smarted.
0: Here's a. Um, no, hold on real quick. Here. Okay, all right. I, I found this story Okay, I saw this the other day and I wanted to um, bring this up. But okay. You mentioned Subway and their foot long gear, yeah. right? Yeah. Apparently, Ireland has declared that Subway's bread is basically cake. <laughs> All right, so from this article at eater.com, the Irish Supreme Court recently ruled that Subway's bread has too much sugar in it for it to be considered bread under the country's value added tax regulations and thus is subject to tax. Oh, no. The law states that for bread to be considered a staple food and thus not subject to the tax, uh, its sugar content shall not exceed 2% of the weight of the flour included in the dough. However, Subway's bread comes in at a whopping
1: 10%. No kidding. Yeah. So, there you go. See, I didn't. I never knew that. Yeah. So, maybe Ireland is the reason we're paying more now. Could be. You know. Could be. So... Someways bread is basically so cake. cake
0: instead of bread. It's actually cake because it has too much sugar in it.
1: Yes, I'd like uh, the white cake. Um, <laughs> could I get the whole wheat cake? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like their sandwiches. I You know, I do. Yeah. So. yeah. so there you go. Some tidbits. It's just about 648. Have you heard of pox? It's Have in I? It's in the U.S. now. An outbreak. Oh, oh, boy. Been detected in the UK, Portugal and Spain. Six suspected cases here in the States. The unnamed adult male recently traveled to Canada and it is not revealed whether he was among the six suspected patients. Nearly two dozen of monkeypox cases have been detected between the U.S. and Europe. Officials say U.S. cases pose no risk to the public. And the Massachusetts residents hospitalized but in good condition. Monkeypox. I guess you break out, and I, you know, I, I, it's like monkeypox.
0: Okay, um, is a rare but potentially serious viral illness that typically begins with flu-like illness. Everything else, yeah, every and <laughs> swelling of the lymph nodes, and progresses to a rash on the face and body. <laughs> That sounds like fun.
1: So now when you start having those symptoms, perhaps you'll think you've got monkey pox. Yeah. Does it also create unrelenting itching of the armpits? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So you got the visual. I did get the visual. (laughs) So... (laughs) So there you go, some tidbits on this Thursday. Okay. we got a day to go (laughs) this week.
0: Yes, we do. All
1: right. All right. See you tomorrow. Have a good one, buddy.
0: This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment. Leave a like. And thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.